I love the word autopsy when it, it comes to politics. We want to get in and see what lived and what died. And if there was an illness, you take a look and say, what killed this thing? And then we look at all those who, in the immortal words of the Bee Gees, are staying alive, staying alive in the electoral system. And let's talk about what they have to do. Also, tonight, want to let you know we are leaving our text line activated 416-870-6400. So if you have questions, let me know, comments, or anything like that. As you think about the election, that's what we're going to talk about now. But for anything else that comes along, Kelly Harris is our perfect guest for this, Principal at Harris Public Affairs. Hi, Kelly. How are you? I'm great. How are you, Erin? I'm good. I'm good. It's fun to do a deep dive after. It's kind of like Boxing Day after Christmas. Uh, Kelly, this was all municipal elections are important, and I, I strongly feel that. My first job here in Toronto covering City Hall, and it, it was a great thing to do because it gave you such experience. But now more than ever, I mean, look at all the national stories that we have and the, and the policies and provincial policies. It's housing crisis and the homelessness. And then also, as we look at this, we've got this rate hike tomorrow. People's lives are about to change. So much happens at the local level. And well, uh, undoubtedly, so much happens at the local level, and it's interesting. You take a look at the uh, the winners in the uh, GTHA uh, yesterday. Uh, how many of their the, what they campaigned on? How many of them campaigned on the exact same things that the Ford government was campaigning on back in June? Which is kind of ironic because, mm-hmm. well, two of them campaigned directly against the Ford government back <laughs> in June. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, it's, it, it, it's, it, it, it was a very interesting night last night, and, and not the least of which, of course, the former Liberal leader Stephen Del Duca and uh, the former NDP leader Andrew Horvath being reelected, and uh, Patrick Brown winning again in Brampton, not to say, not the least of which, uh, another uh, former provincial uh, cabinet minister, Jeff Leal, now the uh, mayor out in Peterborough. We got a pattern going on here, Kelly, and we do. And probably some other people are thinking, okay, that's the way I'm going to go. I don't know about you. I can't remember such a swath showing up municipally all at once. Well, there, there were quite a, there's been quite a few over the years. I mean, yeah, Bonnie, Bonnie Crombie out in Mississauga and many others. I mean, if, when I was doing uh, reviews of the, uh, of the various campaigns across the province, I, I there there, there's a lot of former municipal politicians out there. Even Michael Prue is now a mayor down in uh, down in Essex County, uh, where where I'm from. He's uh, now the mayor down there in uh, in um, uh, Amherstburg. So <laughs> it's it's all over the place. I mean, once a politician, always a politician. I guess I I don't know. We do. We've got some kind of a trend going on. We also have a lot of pressure, and even if we talk about John Tory in the city of Toronto, he must be thrilled, uh, three times a winner in in the city. On the other hand, the focus is different. I've never seen such sharp opinion offering him advice. Kelly, what does he have to do? He may not run again, but this is legacy time. Legacy time is a good way of putting it, and uh, you, you you take a look at what uh, the Ford government did, and uh, municipal affairs minister Stephen Clark, Steve Clark did, um, bringing in the uh, strong mayor powers. 
And there's a, there's a lot of people talking about the strong air powers and what's that going to mean for people like John Tory and others. Um, I kind of look at it a different way. It's kind of, as I just said, the mm-hmm. same things that many of the municipal leaders were campaigning on were the same things that the Ford government is campaigning on. And giving those people like John Tory strong mayor powers, does that give Premier Ford the ability to say, okay, you're getting these powers. So if you don't deliver on the things that the both of us campaigned on, um, you may have a microphone, but I got a megaphone. So uh, you've got the power now. Let's uh, see you use it. Well, that was the worry, though, Kelly, wasn't it? It was the worry, and it was pushed aside and said, no, it's to get housing through. Well, the the way you get the housing through is doing what you're told, perhaps, according to this plan. If it gets people into homes, maybe it's worth it. But it also takes away a lot, perhaps even of democracy, people were worried. Well, I I would agree with that. I mean, the the thing about municipal councils and and mayors and such like that is it's it's about collaboration. It's about working together. It's about um, finding a way to have – it's about collaboration and cooperation, rather. And I I wonder whether or not strong mayor powers kind of smacks in the face of that. And – I know a lot of people today have been talking to me about, well, with strong air powers, what if what if that extends out to Stephen Del Duca and Andrea Horvath? And it's like, well, wait a minute here. They got in through the skin of their teeth. Um, they should be focusing on making sure that the, count, the, the, the council's with them and what they're trying to do and what they're trying to accomplish in their cities. And forgetting, uh, forgetting about the strong air powers for a second and and, and realizing they got elected for a reason, and uh, they didn't—they didn't come in with the kind of uh, majorities, the kind of kind of overpowering plurality that Premier Ford has, mm-hmm. or even so no mandate in Brampton. Yeah, well, their mandate is different. Who elected them, and why did they elect them? And that should be reflected in their policies. But if they have this power and the pressure to use it in a certain way, is that going to be there? Well. I, I think it depends on whether or not they actually accomplish what they're what they campaigned on. Again, we're talking about the same things that the provincial government was campaigning on. And does that allow for the premier to say, hey, you know, I gave you these powers. Let's see what you can do with them. I don't want to hear councils put up a wall or and I don't want to hear we don't, you know, the, the, these developers or this NIMBYism or whatever else. You have the power to overrule some of this stuff. And if you don't have a real good mandate and you got in by the skin of your teeth, can you? I don't I don't I wouldn't I wouldn't advise either of those two to be doing any of that stuff. I would would be advised coalesce with the the people that are there. And I'm not going to say everybody on your council probably agrees with things that you 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 sought and. I mean, they, again, these are these are very, very slim majority, slim wins they got. It's true, and there was a joy. There's a joy in city hall and councillors and and people who speak to a neighborhood. But let's face it, Kelly, in order to get these houses built, um, those previous powers of keeping a neighborhood the way those who live there are the same, they're not going to fly. They're not going to fly at all. That's that's part of it. Kelly Harris, Principal at Harris Public Affairs. Thank you, Kelly. Great to have you on this, and have a great night. Yeah.
Thank you. You too, Arlene. Have a good night. I'm Arlene Bynan. This is On Point.